Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to El Power. Season 2, Episode 11. Today's episode, we'll be talking about China, Russia, you know, Ukraine, and Taiwan. And why these four countries are very important. You know, World War Three has, you know, started a couple of days ago with uh, the attack from Russia to Ukraine. And, of course, we all know how that is going and the response of NATO. And, of course, the other countries that have, you know, come together because of protests and embassy, of course, human rights, have put out sanctions. But all these sanctions, all these things that are being done, right, is not more important than physically intervening. Because if the aggressor, which is in this case, right, is Russia, where they feel like Ukraine is theirs, nobody can tell them anything. The fact that America, you know, armed Ukraine militarily is a scare for Russia because they're saying, well, if we allow Ukraine to be armed, then eventually America is going to use Ukraine to eventually take over Russia and, you know, as a superpower. And of course, Putin put in place that he has to be in power for the remainder of his life. And he put it in like that. So, I mean, he has been president forever in Russia, right? And I'm going to guess that he wants to be president until he dies and chooses his successor, right? Because he changed the laws and he changed the rules. But now there is a major issue that is happening where NATO, right, has come out and said that they're not going to intervene, but they're going to give assistance, right, of uh, people getting rescued from Ukraine or helping them to take shelter in their country. But the fact that um, to fight for Ukraine so that Ukraine could remain the same is off the table, basically because Ukraine military is not even, you know, a quarter as strong as Russia. They were armed, but there's not enough, um, you know, soldiers or enough power to be able to be effective. And so Russia sees everything. Chances are they, they have people in Ukraine, right? deep spies that are given intel on how powerful Russia has become, of course. They can go there anytime, probably. And so that's why they're doing that now. But what I think is China, right? Because China and Russia don't have problems. China and Russia are very powerful. So from a certain perspective, they did meet Putin and the Chinese um, um, prime minister or president, they met enough times and they are friends. And they, I'm pretty sure they negotiated on several occasions, right? And so what I'm thinking is they 
got together and said, you know what? These countries, right, they reviewed the laws of the land and, of course, the laws that binds them as they are part of NATO. And so those who are part of NATO, right, because notice Russia is still part of NATO. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, they can't attack their counterparts, right? They can't attack those people. But they can give them sanctions, which sanctions they're prepared for. But America can't really sanction China because it would be like sanctioning themselves. Because China basically provides almost everything. If they are doing that, then they're very powerful. They're more powerful than how America views them. Because it's passed beyond the military weapons, right? You're going to have to have the people to be able to use it on a mass scale. And you have to have continuous amount of soldiers, right? Which when it comes to comparison, China has maybe double the amount of soldiers that America has. And in China and all over the world. And they have ties and connected to literally every single city, town, country, street, right? Every single one on this planet. See what I'm saying? Is somehow China has a say in it. So they're that deep in the, what's it called, in the system infiltration. They're that deep because they make everything. Most of the things that you find in every home is made from where? Right? Somewhere in Asia. Right? Mainly China. Other countries, Taiwan, Japan, all of them, they all make things. But China mainly makes majority of the products on earth. Right? They deliver it. They make it. They consume it. They buy it. And they produce it. So it's pretty hard for those rules to work. And if you have a country that says, okay, we're going to sanction Russia, fine. If China says, you know what, we're going to help out Russia because we understand what Russia is going through because we want the same thing with Taiwan, who's going to stop China from um, giving to Russia? They can do personal business or China could always provide aid for Russia. And if China needs help, Russia can help China. My point is this, okay? Ukraine, Taiwan are the victims. They're not as powerful, right? Spiritually, yes, they're very powerful. But we know masses amount of people, they're not as powerful. And they're getting destroyed. Their towns and cities and countries that they have, right? They're humans. They need to live somewhere. They need to have ownership of things too, right? One country can all of a sudden decide, yo, we're going to take over this. We're going to take this. And every country needs military. So you cannot, you know, say, yo, we have military, but they're not allowed to have military. Why? Because they're going to get powerful. Well, people have to use it. So therefore, utilize your information so that you can protect yourself. But disarming them, it's not fair because 
it's almost saying we're allowed to have, but you're not allowed to have. What happens for intruders come into their country, right? You guys are there. We're going to wait until they get slaughtered and wait until, you know, the neighboring country comes over if they do. Right? So it's the laws that they put in place. Who is it good for? Hmm? Because it seems to me that they're willing to look the other way while other countries get destroyed. And they're willing to allow money to be wasted as well as time and effort and, you know, to create scenarios and stories that, in fact, they can put a stop to it. Because if, regardless whichever country is part of NATO and that you have obligations to, what's it called, you know, you will fight any country that attacks any country that's involved in NATO, right? You will counterattack that because those are the rules, right? But you're not there to help any other people that are not, maybe they didn't qualify, maybe they're not, you know, they didn't make it in time or they they said, you know, we prefer being by ourselves. So you're trying to say those people that chose to peacefully, you know, living without NATO is in trouble because any other country, right, countries that are in NATO can attack other countries that are not in NATO. That is a big issue. That is a big no-no when it comes to democracy. I mean, right now, what's happening is, it seems to me that it's like us, we humans, we didn't really learn anything. We're still the same way. Despite all the things then that came in history, all the experiences that is supposed to help us to change, to become better people, seems like we forget when we see military weapons, when we see, you know, land, and when we see vast amount of crowds, our minds change. The way we we think change. You know, we all need to understand that we're here. We live here. Everybody needs their space. You take away Ukraine, what? Ukraine supposed to be part of Russia? Why can't Ukraine be Ukraine? Why can't Taiwan be Taiwan? Hmm? What? Those people, they don't need a place to stay? Of course. They don't have a culture? Yes. Hmm? They're humans. They're created by God too. It don't matter. This is not... Politics is not bigger than this. Politics is not bigger than anyone's life. I hope people know. Because it seems to me they try to make what is not really important, important. And make that an excuse on why they have failed so much on, you know, the fight for good. You can't sit by and say, well, due to the rules, they're allowed to get wiped out. Huh? 
That's madness. But yet you guys have a problem with everybody and the vaccine and the man needs and stuff like that. You guys have all kinds of problems. You know what I mean? The question I ask is, who is in charge? Is the humans in charge or is the technology in charge? Choose one. Human beings are in charge or technology that we are creating is in charge. The land that we have, the places that we live at, it's only peaceful due to the people. If it's not peaceful, if the environment changes, it's usually the people that have changed the environment. See what I'm saying? We have gone as far as creating weather machines. You see what I'm saying? To control the environment. Human beings have an addiction of control. They want to control things that they don't even understand. They want to control things that is pure evil. You want to belittle other humans because they don't have a strong, you know, strong military presence. They have different views. Seems like vaccine, vaccination, that topic is almost out the window. So let me know what you guys think. Okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye now.